0: Welcome to Series 2, Episode 3 of Love, Words, and Poetry. This is recorded January 28, 2024. The first poem was published in the lyric in the spring of 2016 Loaves and Fishes. I've never gotten used to the stench of rotting fingers as leprosy carves its runnels in my flesh, tattered as rags I wear and more inescapable. My battered feet staggered toward crowd sounds that could mean crumbs of stale bread tossed at me to keep me astray as if my inevitable bell and unclean cry would let me draw near enough for human warmth instead of the alien cold that lives with me. A river of sound lured me through a fringe of trees where a mob poured into the plain grassy with early spring green stretching almost to the sea a torrent of movement that ebbed into one voice pronouncing baraka over shepherd's bread, one pair of eyes with all the sun in their depth. His light shone into shadows pooling around my feet. Though I was dumb with despair at the barricade of bodies between, his gaze seared my cheek, pierced retina, set my toes on fire. I leapt away from pain and saw my hands whole and clean. The word for today is berakah. In Judaism, a berakah, a benediction or a blessing, is a formula of blessing or thanksgiving recited in public or private usually before the performance of a commandment or the enjoyment of food or fragrance and in praise on various occasions. The function of a Barakah is to acknowledge God as the source of all blessing. It can be both a declaration of dependence and an expression of gratitude for God and his gifts. Barakot also have an educational function to transform a variety of everyday actions and occurrences into religious experiences designed to increase awareness of God at all times. For this purpose, the Talmudic sage, Rabbi Meyer, declared that it was the duty of every Jew to recite 100 Barakot every day. Barakot typically start with the words, Blessed are you, Lord our God. There are three major categories of Barakah. One, on pleasurable experiences, such as before eating food or smelling fragrances. Two, when performing a commandment, such as the lighting of Sabbath candles. Three, in praise, gratitude, or recognition of God's justice, such as upon seeing awe-inspiring natural phenomena. Blessings over food are intended to sanctify the physical act of taking nourishment. Those recited before performing a commandment serve to prevent the performance of the activity in an unthinking way, and the blessings of praise serve to remind people of the presence of God in all situations. Judaism teaches that food ultimately belongs to the one great provider, God, and that to partake of it legitimately, one must express gratitude to God by reciting the appropriate blessing beforehand. Blessings recited before the observance of a mitzvah, commandment, begin with the formula, Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us through his commandments and commanded us to, and then mention the specific mitzvah about to be performed. The blessing over fulfilling the commandment is sometimes followed by another blessing. For example, when lighting the Hanukkah candles, the additional berakah, who performed miracles for our ancestors long ago at this season, is also recited. In our love letters, we wrote to the question, how do I feel about a quality only you possess? In my letter, I wrote, dearest Wes, the one quality that only you possess that is most precious to me is the way you complete our coupleness, the way you fit together with me in so many ways so that together we are truly one and far more than two separate individuals. I sometimes feel amazed that I could ever have found someone who is so clearly intended for me, of whom I was so obviously always meant to be a part. And while I've always felt that God truly did make us for each other, sometimes I feel a little frightened, thinking how incomplete and empty I would be without you. It sometimes seems that I have always known you, and I think that's why I sometimes get irritated or feel upset when you talk about your life before I met you, because it makes me feel sad or uncomfortable to think of you without me, because I always want to be with you where I can reach out and hold your hand. Since our weekend, I've been even happier thinking of our togetherness, more secure in your completing love, and also more anxious for us to keep that spirit of coupleness alive and growing stronger every day. All of my love always, Vicki. In his letter, Wes wrote, Dearest Vicky, a quality which only you possess is your caring. For me, the kids, our house, your spiritual life, all these things are uniquely you, and I feel very warm and wanted when I think of them. Your caring is one of the things that so attracted me to you in the first place, and it still shines through so much in you. It is what makes me feel wanted and needed and to feel that we are part of a couple. Sometimes, of course, I feel guilty because I don't seem as caring as you. Then I feel like I'm letting you down because you are giving so much to our relationship and I feel like I'm only taking. Most of the time, though, your caring inspires me to try to be a more caring person. And then I can really feel the dynamism of our relationship each helping the other to form a couple stronger than just both of us put together, like synergy. I feel very special when you are so caring, and I want you to know how special and precious you are to me. All my love, your Wes. Our closing poem is on the Baraka, of fragrance. February's first freesias flourished tiny canary yellow caps. After I photographed Wexford blue iris in many poses, their lavender bonnets with old gold medallions enthrall with rolled falls yet conceal no scent. But melted butter freesia blooms, barely curling a jar, a crack, enticed me to kneel and lift up my soul with perfume. May your week be filled with the blessings of beauty and fragrance.